Welcome, one and all, as Fantastic Geek talks Star Trek Lower Decks. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hailing frequencies are open. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Gotta talk about something between Moon Knight and Star Trek Picard Season 2, and it so happens we had a uh, Star Trek convention uh, mission con, right, in uh, Chicago this past weekend. First of all, the first uh, official Star Trek convention uh, done by Reed Pop since Creation lost the license. Pete, that's not to dance on Creation's loss. That's just to say, uh, having been to a number of Creation Star Trek conventions, having been to a number of Reed Pop New York Comic Cons, uh, this is an upgrade. And it looked like an upgrade from all the wonderful pictures that were flooding the Twitter feed from uh, hashtag Star Trek Chai uh, all weekend. Looked like a really good time. And the biggest news to come out of it was a uh, Lower Decks panel uh, with uh, much of our voice cast. You, of course, there had uh, showrunner and creator Mike McMahon. You had uh, Tawny Newsom. You had Jack Quaid and Noel Wells, along with Jerry O'Connell there, uh really really fun and uh we we will get to the real reason we're podcasting in a second which is the trailer but uh what started on twitter matt manifested in the real world yes they cosplayed as their characters in uniforms that looked really really great i think pete the average uh, the average uh, cosplayer whose skills are already above average, I think they find some difficulty with the Lower Decks uh, uniform. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, I'm not uh, talented at all in the uh, textile arts and sciences. But these Lower Decks uniforms looked great. There's a particular sheen to the pants that somehow tells me it's the future. Um, I don't know if it's because there's like some lycra on there or whatever, but it just, the whole thing just looked great the fact that these actors all of which could have said i am bigger than dressing up in a spacesuit that doesn't even exist in the show when i make it they all were game for this a it says to me they love being in star trek lower decks and b i feel like there's an implicit like this is how we look in live action anyone want to live action us because they all they just look like they're characters. They look like they're having the time of their life. This is Star Trek, and it's beautiful. And, you know, of all the panels you had this weekend, and you had one for Picard, you had one for Strange New Worlds, that this one, you know, that people were, let's say, with Star Trek animation, though we had uh, the animated series in the 70s, weren't sure about and the way that fans have taken to it and the reception here by this audience i mean that they've already got a third season uh and a fourth season renewal i think showing the faith in this property you see it in the costumes by megan hensley you see it in the energy that they brought to the uh to the stage there um 
this is more than a collection of people who sat in their bedroom closets and recorded lines over Skype, which is how a lot of the voice work was done, certainly for the first season, maybe for the first two seasons. Um, I don't know. There's an infectious energy to this show. You see it in the cast. You see it in the product. Um, you know, and it, it it's weird, Pete, that there was there were other panels um, at at uh, at uh, Star Trek Mission Chicago, but this one is the one that somehow cut through just because they they dressed like the people they play. Right. I mean, there was Prodigy as well, and I think we've both received uh prodigy well it's it's not for us uh i've enjoyed what i've watched of it i've been able to uh, get a a non uh matt lafferty buddy onto it who is also named uh matt but not lafferty and uh yeah i i think people have discovered it and you know obviously you had kate mulgrew okay and the, all the gravitas that she brings Okay, but still, I I think this is the the most, you know, Star Trek convention like property to think how much of this show comes from convention culture and things like that. So really a case of the snake kind of eating its tail for them to have this moment. I mean, we've we've been in the pandemic since the show uh, debuted. So it only makes sense now that although we're seeing yet again, a rise in numbers that, you know, as things have gotten a little less intense this spring that they were able to do this. And to roll out the teaser trailer for season three, which I have to admit, Pete, you know, we, we, we watched all the episodes, uh, you know, both seasons. Um, we, we podcasted every episode and so forth. I, I guess I have not... Let me put it this way, Pete. I guess I haven't done a recent seri- season two rewatch because it took that um, season three teaser to be like, oh, right, we ended on a cliffhanger. We ended on an emotional point. We ended on Captain Mom being falsely accused for the destruction of Planet Pakled um, and kind of real stakes, even if it's real stakes that will get solved potentially completely in the first episode although i think they're going to maybe make it two or possibly three but you know no one thinks captain mom is gonna like you know go to the gallows for this but it ended for all the funnies it ended with a punch in the gut it ended with real emotion i had kind of forgotten that along the way and it's you know it's pete i'll swallow my words here it's to the credit of the paramount plus pr department to start with that and to remind viewers as we as we shake off the lower decks uh dust here that characters that we really care about are in trouble and in distress and they're looking for a solution as season three opens up uh there's a there's a star trek lower decks three the search for uh freeman vibe to it uh, which I thought before I was able to pull up the audio, we were going to get a full on like, you know, is the, is the ship out of danger? Did you do it? Like that'd be the most lower decks thing ever to ape the end of Star Trek two in that way with mom having been brought off the, uh, the ship in cuffs there. 
And then we also got a uh, a teaser poster. Matt, Peanut Hamper is back. At first, I didn't know if I should believe it or not. But, you know, the show is so well constructed. Uh, even at times where it's not maybe intentionally instructed. Like you think of the now famous story of the throwaway line where, you know, um, Mariner yells at Jen. And it was just... Um, Tawny Newsom uh, just spitballing in the in the recording studio, and then Jen became a character and became you know uh, some insight into what motivates uh, Mariner and all of that. Um, it's just could could Peanut Hamper play a large and important role? Sure, bring it on. So little lower decks here to talk about dust off this feed we of course continue over on picard a star trek podcast by fantastic geek we've also begun our strange new worlds a a star trek podcast by fantastic geek for that show which will begin inside a month now matt uh tomorrow it'll be um three weeks until uh, Strange New Worlds, we're going to get the, actually uh, Thursday, forgive me, we're going to get the Picard Season 2 finale and the Strange New Worlds premiere both on uh, May 5th. Pete, we are moving at warp speed here at Fantastic Geek HQ. So our thanks, as always, to everyone who goes to patreon.com slash fantasticgeek, making that dilithium uh, make things possible, making it go, as the people on Packled Planet used to say, Pete. Uh, but as always, our thanks. Can't uh, get to the Star Trek times yet with uh, no poverty, no disease, when we still have some bills to pay. And the people that get to patreon.com slash fantastic geek not only give us the ability to do that and remain completely listener supported but you are additionally the wind beneath our wings can't contribute this month get yourself over to apple Podcasts. leave a rating in seconds or a review in just a little while longer to any of our matt i've lost count because we've needed to create a shield seasons first couple uh we had so many episodes on on that feed uh, I think we're up to 28 or 29. We, we got a lot on Apple Podcasts. Find one that doesn't have ratings or reviews. You'd be the first one up. Indeed. And continuing to grow. I mean, Pete, we got Kenobi. We need to get that on a feed. Uh, strong indications, nay, confirmations that there will be She-Hulk this year. Although, Pete, perhaps not Secret Invasion this year. But just so much going on around the podosphere. Uh, but Pete, I think most of all, glad to have spent some time talking Star Trek Lower Decks. And how can we keep the conversation going, Pete? How can people be in touch with you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,467 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I am personally looking back lost on Twitter, do be in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek, all one word with the P and the H, like it today. When will we talk Star Trek Lower Decks next? Uh, Pete, 
I'm going to guess that it's going to be uh, when Strange New Worlds comes out, and they're probably going to hit us with a, a day and date, although maybe not. Who knows? But we'll certainly update once Thursday. An, an official <clears throat> August, uh, you know, one of the four Thursdays in August, Thursday release date for Star Trek Lower Decks. For now, though, Pete, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. Talk to you soon. Never fails to take my breath away. I wish I could kiss her and squeeze her. Excuse me?